Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Prime time on Money FM 89.3. Well, as most humans approach 60, we start to plan for our retirement. Mm. Yeah, I think that's quite I think accurate. You start planning earlier <laughs> than sixty, if you ask me. Yeah, but most of us wait till then, right? Till we're in our fifties. But the reason we're saying this is because the opposite couldn't be closer to the truth for Singapore's green ambitions as it approaches its sixth decade. Far from slowing down, Singapore has exciting goals to become greener, not just in terms of energy, but across every sector. And vital to achieving these goals will be fostering innovation in the renewable space, especially in the areas of battery and solar technology that will support next-generation infrastructure here in Singapore. Everything from powering the national grid to charging electric vehicles on our roads, for example, will require tremendous efforts on homegrown innovation. And green innovation at that. Dr. Avishek Kumar, founder and CEO of VFlow Tech, joins us now to talk about key technologies that Singapore can tap on to become a renewable nation. VFlow Tech is a Singapore-based company that produces energy storage solutions to maximize the potential of renewables. Hi, Avishek. Thanks for joining us. Good evening, Bharti. Thank you for having me here. Now, Avishek, lately we've seen gas shortages as a result of the Russia-Ukraine conflict uh, making some European nations return to coal-fired power plants. Now, of course, the countries are saying the move is a temporary stopgap measure. They'll continue on the path to renewables. In Singapore, even though we have limited renewable energy options, we have been on the path to renewables for a long time. Uh, we don't have wind. We don't have hydro sources. But we have solar power and nuclear power has been talked about as well. Considering all of this, how would you assess Singapore's progress in this area? I mean, uh, considering a small nation that we are, we have made a tremendous, I mean, we have identified the source that is widely available, which is sun. We are on equator. Uh, Though we have space limitation, but there are innovative ways to deploy solar. And we have continuously revised our target. It was 300 megawatt of solar. Now we are targeting 2 gigawatt of solar. And we are doing phenomenally well from that perspective in identifying new technologies and implementing in, in, in this Iceland nation. Doctor, with the geopolitical situation that we're facing now in the world and climate change, how important will this be for Singapore for, to have all these green energy solutions? Considering Singapore is an island nation, I mean, we are all aware of global warming and we are now oblivion to this. Uh, so sea levels are rising. That is number one. Uh, the second problem is about energy security. I mean, you will see that our electricity bills are rising because of the global and geopolitical situations, mm. supply chain disruption. Renewable is something which is widely available and we are developing technologies that can enable us. Considering this, so we are uh, on a right track. I mean, uh, we are seeing uh, government making right steps, particularly from the import of clean power. So we, we have committed to decarbonize ourselves, which we are just talking about it. And we found out that it's our grid that is about 20-30% carbon uh, intense. And we want to decarbonize it. And we are starting to evaluate the import of clean power, uh, deploy more solar. And in all these things, energy storage will going to play a major role because renewable energies are intermittent at the end of the day. We mostly use natural gas. And while natural gas is a fossil fuel, it's one of the cleanest ones, right? But as we move towards solar and even nuclear power, perhaps in the future, what exactly will be needed in order to harness all of the energy and to ensure that it's accessible as well? 
There are uh, pros and cons of nuclear from safety perspective. We are exploring that. I mean, uh, there is one more source that we are exploring now is geothermal energy in Singapore. Solar is it's certainly that is widely available, and we are exploring our neighboring seas and islands to have large amount of solar deployment. The point uh, is that solar is only available during certain part of the day. And to enable a complete uh, renewable shift or transition, we will need a low-cost, long-duration energy storage solution to have that, that, that bridge. And uh, energy storage batteries are one of them. Hydrogen mm-hmm. is another alternative. And we are continuously looking for technology that is scalable, that is cost-effective and safe to deploy. Doctor, with all the, the solutions you mentioned, geothermal and solar and all that, you also need everyone to take part in this. So how can businesses play a bigger role in supporting these kinds of ambitions? Yes. I mean, when we talk about uh, global uh, uh, I mean, energy, renewable energy and making going, going, going green, there are two components. One is energy efficiency, reducing your energy consumption, switching it to renewables. In this, business can play a major role. First is we are now having a seeing a digital shift transition on IoT, we are measuring our energy needs, we are optimizing it. And each business, from a consumer point of view, they can be more aware, adopt new technology. From an innovator point of view, they can keep improving a technology that can make it cost-effective monitoring solution and control solution. Second uh, is, is on a renewable fr- uh, front. I mean, uh, if you look into our current scenario, we will be deploying more and more electric vehicles. Now, having electric vehicles increases demand of the grid. So business can optimize the flow of energy by changing the behavior, by introducing battery technologies to shift the demand and not stress the grid, also make it more efficient. So that's uh, a few of the ways uh, business can can support renewable growth. We're speaking with Dr. Avishek Kumar, founder and CEO of VFlow Tech. It's a Singapore-based company. It produces energy storage solutions, batteries, to maximize the potential of renewables. Now, Avishek, As we move forward, it's not just about businesses, right? It's about everybody on the ground because whatever the sources of energy you use, you need to be mindful of how you use them, whether you're using them effectively and efficiently or not. And whenever electricity tariffs go up for the regular consumer, they always go, oh, no, not again. But I think many people don't realize that they could do a lot to help with stabilizing those prices as well to some extent, of course, not completely, because that is also dependent on the geopolitical situation and other factors, external factors. But how can people also start to be brought on board and to really believe that this would be good for them to learn how to use energy more efficiently and to move towards renewable sources and to also get buy-in from all stakeholders at the same time? Things are changing from that perspective. I mean, uh, I played a part in bringing the cost of solar from 90 cents to 19 cents, making it more affordable. So from a technology perspective, we need to make it more affordable. People at the end uh, adopt solutions that are cheaper, uh, number one. Number two, uh, if we are seeing a shift. We are experiencing a global warming. I mean, if you be in Europe, the temperature changes are, 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 are very drastic. Summers are, are, are coming much higher. Temperature differences are going higher. Same thing in Japan. Heat waves was moved to two months uh, uh, ahead, two months or two weeks ahead, and that is creating discomfort. So people are feeling that pinch of global warming. So there is a change of behavior and awareness, which was not present in past decade, mm. and that is also impacting it. Cost and economics will play a certain role for mass adoption. That is 
on a gradual curve and, and and we are seeing a gradual adoption so that's a chicken and egg situation mm. but we are we are going on a right path i think we have to remember also that we recently received news that temperatures in singapore <laughs> could hit 40 degrees celsius that's as, a warning for everyone yeah as early as 2045 so it's not like global warming is a remote phenomenon that only affects other countries it affects us here as well now you mentioned prices That's very important, right? And you did say that you were instrumental in bringing down the price of solar power. How exactly did you do that? How can that be replicated in the future? I mean that uh, there are multiple things. I mean I was fortunate enough to be awarded a EDB scholarship to do a PhD on solar uh, solar technology. Part of my research played on improving the cost uh, uh, improving the efficiency of solar and bringing in the cost. Second was I was working also in a local uh, Singapore based uh, manufacturing firm. where we keep developing technologies to bring down the cost uh, drastically and uh, the decade of 2010 to 2020 saw a reduction of prices mm-hmm. from as high as 80 cents per watt of solar to 19 cents and today solar is the cheapest form of energy that is available to us concerning your question it's a technology that keep bringing down the keep increasing the efficiency bring down the cost and cost comes down as a factor of scale so adaptability of all people will increase the uses of the technology and bring down the cost All right, doctor, one last thing before we let you go. Let's talk about talent in this sector. How can Singapore attract these talents to come here and help us innovate and support research and development? That is a very uh, interesting question and very close to us, particularly uh, from a startup point of view. When we started our company, we were a two-people team in 2018. And uh, I mean, technologies are only built by people and uh, it it needs multiple assets and multiple talent pool that needed to happen and currently the renewable energy transition that we are seeing particularly from renewable sources electric vehicles all need talent in perspective of power systems control and uh, it is very important uh, to attract those talents and, and and globally with the demand of energy storage rising there is a shortage so this thing uh, we are addressing so we are working with local university nus ntu creating a phd programs to train next generation leader to work here be trained on our technology and then support us having a internship program uh, with universities is helping us to train early leaders in year year and year 3 and year 4 right mm-hmm. uh, having said that we also need to open our uh, policies to to bring in some senior management from the likes of the US China where they have been investing a lot on technology development for energy storage renewable sources right? what about developing singaporean talent Yes that's what we are doing it up I mean it's it is it's a time taking process as i mentioned uh, we we have now grown to 50 people team mm-hmm. we are working closely with the university with particularly year 3 students uh, having a 6 month of internship with us so they get exposed to early technology renewable energy and they go back to school and then uh, come back and then join us and uh, creating a next generation leader by having a joint phd program with with uh, startups and university and we have now three phd's uh, working with us With, who will work on a cutting edge technology and for that they will be awarded a degree from right. NTU and Newcastle. Okay, doctor. Thank you very much for sharing that with us. Dr. Avishek Kumar, founder and CEO of Vflow Tech. Vflow Tech is a Singapore-based company that produces energy storage solutions to maximize the potential of renewables. You're listening to Primetime here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. or download our audio app that's a w e d i o available on google play or the app store